are talking about a bunch of shit today, okay? Uh, we're talking about R.I.P. Ezra Miller, Protect Sam Jackson at All Costs, The Thunderbolts <laughs> Movie, Deadpool 3, Game of Thrones Revival, oh my God. The Justice Society of America, Trailers, we got Miss Marvel episodes one and two, and Obi Wan Kenobi episodes four and five. So nerd life been crazy. And before we get into all that, Kyra, how was your week? Um, my week, <laughs> right? From what I remember, it was good. <laughs> really, really busy. You know, summer man. A lot of, lot of drinking. A lot of hustling, a lot of watching all of that nerdy shit you just said. So, yeah, basically it. How about you? Um, it was a good week for me. I w- did a lot of nerdy shit outside of just watching uh, Marvel and Star Wars and all that jazz. I was in a movie where I played the guy in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, so I've been posting about it on my social media, yeah. but it's called like Vigilante Superstar. And it's about this guy who becomes, like, a vigilante, and Mm -hmm. I kind of, like, help him on his journey. So I was shooting, and I'm the fucking hacker, which is so funny. It's so funny, but I love it. Dream roll. Dream roll. Dream roll. Not to learn it in real life. Yeah. safe. (laughs) I was shooting that out in the burbs, and it was fucking horrible. Yeah, burbs life, not for me. Like like a far burb? Like a far burb. Well, one of one day was Rockford, Illinois. Oh my god. That is like I wouldn't even consider that a rock. That's in the boonies. I don't even know where that place is. And then the other one was like Wooddale, which wasn't that far. That still sounds like just a far place. Wooddale was kinda cute. It sounds like a like a there's like a castle there like Wooddale. You it know? does, yeah, or like Riverdale. Like <laughs> yeah. there's some sort of like group no, of know, teens, yeah. like and there's like being a, sexy there's and a, yeah, a hamburger fucking place where everybody goes and gets milkshakes or something. Yeah, yeah a nice little sock hop. Um, and then I was the portal guide, and you came I was to this bring show. This up. <laughs> you guys have to go to this. Out, uh, other world theater? Yeah. The, okay, first of all, this place is so fucking cool. I'm going to do a little so live cool. review, okay? I, I would oh say, my God. Um, it's so cool. We should go there for the YouTube. Yeah, and like totally. be like, look at this, check out this place I in literally Chicago. I literally was a, like fucking sensory overload. Everything is so cool. Like all of the nerdy little like pictures and there's like a, a TIE fighter. There's like just portraits of like Star Wars characters. There's like Harry Potter ones. Like I really yeah. didn't know where to look, and I had a butterbeer alcohol. Yes, beverage, uh, which is oh not my usually God. my go-to, but like my. But if it's on the menu, like, Harry Potter bitches. And also on that note, oh my God! Okay, you guys. <laughs> so at my improv show every week, we spin a wheel of worlds, so we decide what the next week's show is going to be. So. I was the host of the show, so I, of course, call out Kyra to come spin the wheel. And this bitch spins the best thing that could ever happen to any of us. (laughs) She fucking hit Harry Potter. I hit Harry Potter. I can't believe my eyes. I literally... It was Harry Potter and Dungeons of Dragons. I'm like, oh my god, this is insane. But out of all things, Harry Potter? Yeah. Fuck yeah, okay, that feels right. Also, yeah, that was... Man, I was pretty stoned when you like, I know my cousin, my cousin was like laughing so hard and I, I literally was like, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall, I'm gonna fall. Like, yeah. Like I don't even know how to spin a wheel. Like my brain froze. I'm like, 
But yeah, everybody's so funny. Yeah. Like, so funny. Like, in your accent, you were just hilarious. Like, it was just, oh my the God. whole thing was so funny. <laughs> I literally, so I did my bargain bin Harley Quinn, that's what I call it. Um, <laughs> So I was wearing, like, one of her outfits and then doing her accent. And then we went out for drinks afterwards, me and the group, and then one of the one of uh, the guy's friends was like, oh, I didn't know that the girl was actually from New Jersey. He was like, that was so funny. He was like, because I, at first I was like, oh my God, she's doing a fake accent. But by the end I was like, wow, she's actually from oh my New God. Jersey. Did you just let him keep believing that or were you like? Uh, so, <laughs> he didn't tell me that. He told his friend that, who's oh, on my team, Brandon, the skinny white guy. I guess there's multiple skin. They're all skinny say, white that's guys. that's a little vague. Sorry, it's improv. <laughs> I don't know. They're all skinny Sorry, white guys. They're all skinny white men. Yeah. Think they're funny. No, I'm kidding. You guys were funny. No, 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 no they were so, really they funny. did such a good job. Like, I was blown away by how good that show I, was. It was hilarious. I'm, I'm. Obviously, my memory is so bad. I'm trying to think of, like, the one thing. I think I, like, almost pissed my pants for one of the things. It was so funny. When you push them, <laughs> and when they have to complete the sentences, and everybody has to, like, keep going or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. if they, like, fuck up, they get, like, sucked in, like, the fucking port. It was yeah. so funny. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is going on? They get teleported away. That girl is really funny, too. Oh, Jen? She's hysterical. Oh, she's, like, a genius. And she can, like, sing, like, really well. Yes. Like, but who is this? Just I have to bring up one more thing because I know it's coming back to me. The one guy who did the, there was like, because it was Wizard of Oz theme, right? Yeah. And the, the the bubble gum king or something, he had like a red shirt on and he had to like pretend to be, but he was he couldn't use his own voice. Somebody oh, else, I, wait. And he was like, and then they would like mute him. I don't know. He had like a red shirt. He was kind of Did he have long hair? Did he have a yeah, bun? Like a oh, bun. that's Nick. Yeah. And the way. He was just like pretending to be this like mad like bubble gum king or something, and then they yeah. would mute him and turn the volume down. And he would just be like, "It was so funny." Oh my god, that was that was such a good fucking show. I yeah. just I'm so I was like blown away. I was like just like laughing the loudest yeah, I think as like the portal <laughs> guide too. I was just like in the background like ah, this is so good. That's literally me like at the shows every week though, like just laughing at them. They're funny. <laughs> They're so funny. Uh, I don't want to work on Sunday nights anymore. I know I'm like wondering because uh, I'm like I might go to see because I'm not in the show this Sunday but I might go to see it just because oh, it's Harry Potter no I'm not in it but it's okay it's okay but I might go watch it okay yeah maybe I'll stream it at the bar yeah um oh that's Copo Copo and that was our week that was our week oh my god did you hear that parlor finally subpoenaed or uh, the IRS finally subpoenaed the tax receipts from Parlor. <laughs> Judgment day is coming, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> also, on that note, the Texan taco bar is run by the Parlor people, you guys. So, so don't go there. That, that cool speakeasy where you, like, pull open the door and you're like, oh, my God, look at this world, y'all. Is it cool? No, I've just seen everybody post about it on TikTok, and I... Made it my personal mission to comment on all the TikToks. Yeah. Like, by the way, this is run by Parlor mm-hmm. people. Just so you guys know. Don't Just so you know, fun. run by the racist, sexist corporation yeah, that is under siege from loving employee yeah. employers. So I yeah, know. if you guys have been listening to this podcast for a while, then you know how we feel about Parlor and why this news, news is this me. is breaking. This Holy is good news. Shit. Good news. Good, good news. Luck, biz. <laughs> like I said, judgment day is 
<laughs> Judgment. Like I, would, I don't want to make a threat. <laughs> Evil always gets their comeuppance. <laughs> Excited. Run me a check. <laughs> Run me the check of what you owe me, please, for all the hours of (laughs) making us come in fucking 15 minutes early for a shift and not allowing us to clock in. It has to add up. It has to add up. It has to add up. I worked there for two and a half years. There's no way. There's no way. I don't want to think about it. It makes me sick. Yeah. (laughs) But whatevs. Okay. Let's go. Let's talk about this actual, uh, uh... Should we get the negative out of the way since we're on, like, a negative topic? Sure. Like, okay, you guys, Ezra Miller, we have to, (laughs) we have to address the, um, weird fucking elephant in the room. Dude has been on a fucking downward spiral since the Hawaii incident. I'm not quite sure what happened. Allegedly, I think there was a karaoke situation where he didn't like the song. There was a karaoke situation. I get it, man. We've all been there, but... And then he. Physically... I believe we decided that it was Nickelback she was singing, yeah, and he oh, got angry and took the mic. Yeah, which again, we get it, but come on, guys. Violence is never the. It's never the <laughs> answer. The Just answer. leave. Um, but yeah, new stuff has come out about him this week that I don't really want to like even talk about on the podcast because it's it's really gross. But um, yeah. So basically, in summary, R.I.P. Ezra Miller. Don't really rest in peace because you're kind of a piece of shit. But, um, just death to you, I guess. And welcome. oh my god, did you see that thing about how he's like messing with like children too? Yeah, that's what and I like, didn't want to bring up. Oh, I don't want to bring it up. Oh, because it's like the girl though the girl that was groomed she's like 18 or 19 now and she like went on instagram and like said that she like wasn't oh yeah she like made this whole post and she doesn't seem crazy that's the weird thing is like people were like you are you need help and blah 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 and i was like i think she believes that she's okay or she is safe or like this is her choice or like I don't know. I was like, I don't know how you could be 18 and make choices like this no, and, like, they're your own, she's but... She's definitely groomed. She's just groomed well if she's saying that now, you know? Because yeah. he has money and something over her head, you know? Yeah. But anyways, there's been a couple fun rumors out of this bad news, and one of them is Dylan O'Brien being fan-casted as The Flash, which I saw quite a few of those Photoshop images, and I must say... I would not mind him as Barry and staring at him in the Flash costume. I think he would be an excellent choice. Yeah, it's time for him to join, like, uh, he might be, you know what's weird? It's like, why isn't he in any Marvel franchise, you know? He's so, like, perfect. Yeah. This man is literally, like, sculpted by the gods. Like, he could be Thor's cousin, and he's just so casual about it. And he is an action star. Like, he did an action TV show and he's done several action movies. He did a movie with fucking Vulture, fucking Michael Keaton. That was like an action movie back in the day. I forgot what it was called, but. So I wonder, I'm like, I'm. Kind of sucks that Marvel didn't like, like, snatch him up, but. DC, now's your chance. Swoop up to little Brian. What are you waiting for? We're all. You called dibs on Jason Momoa, so I mean, get this guy too. I'm honestly. The Flash is one of my favorite DC characters and was one of my most exciting ones after everything that DC has put out in the past couple years. And it's, like, a big letdown, obviously, with Ezra Miller, but whatever. But also, like, there's still hope for them to fix it, you know? So much fucked up shit has been happening to DC in the past couple months. Like, the Amber Heard, Johnny Depp case. We know Aquaman 2 is coming out in December. There's rumors they completely cut her from it now. Like, 
there's just so much shit going on with DC, and it's like, oh my god, you guys need to pick better people. Yeah, you guys need like, to fucking figure it so out. There's so many good people out there that you can pick. Like, Marvel can't be that good at casting people. Yeah. Like, you guys, there's literally, you can handpick people. Like, come on, you know? Um, How are they making so many bad choices? Rough. I'm sure there's more that we haven't even, you know, but... I think they still have the they're momentum. They're like, if the, even with de- directors, they're like, oh, this guy's problematic. Oh let's fucking, let's, let's have him let's make our it. movie. Um, why not? Don't forget. It's been a couple years. Um, yeah, Josh Whedon. Yeah. Yeah. Joss. Joss. I don't care. I'll call him Josh. <laughs> Josh that. Whedon. Josh Whedon. Um, Fuck you, Josh Whedon. Josh, his name is Josh, though. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> um He's trying to be different. He probably was born Josh, and he's just like, yeah, I want it to be Joss. Maybe. So like, so I'm different, you know. <laughs> so different. That's, you heard it here Joss. first, folks. His it's, name, he was Josh, Josh, and then he, like, acted like he's, his name was Joss to be cooler. Josh Whedon from Nebraska, you know, in a small town that nobody knew. Yeah. Um, Nothing against Nebraska. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's just I don't really know too much about it. It seems like there's a whole lot of nothing, so. Except Any, for Josh Whedon. Except Josh, which is, <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, so get it together, DC. We believe in you again. There's All right. a lot of promising shit. And on that note, there's a lot of trailers coming out too with DC. Yeah. Um, we covered a lot of them on our YouTube channel. You guys make sure you're um, subscribed and following that. We do have the Sandman coming out August 5th. That's uh, my birthday. Hell yeah, Leo season. How old are you going to be? 22? 24. 24. I lose track of the years. <laughs> they're going by so fast. They're going by so Fuck. slow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, but yeah, Sam, Sandman, Neil Gaiman, Tom Sturge is going to be, um, starring as the Sandman. We have our, couple of our Star Wars boos in there. Mark Hamill, thank you very much. He's going to be playing the pumpkin head. He's like the resident, um, handyman. And then Gwendolyn Christie is also going to be starring in it, which is our very own Captain Phasma. Yeah. And our Green Man of Time. Yeah. So, big names, DC, coming to Netflix, TV show. The trailer looks amazing. It's really dark and spooky. We do have Black Adam as well coming out with DC. Yes. That one we really got to talk about right now, you guys, because, again, they're setting it up for so much future DC storylines. We obviously know Dwayne Johnson is playing Black Adam. We have a couple bigger names in there, too, like Pierce Brosnan is going to be playing Dr. Fate. Yes! Um, We have Hawkman Such good casting. Yeah, so good. And... What they're basically doing is setting up this anti-hero Black Adam, which I think they kind of need in the DC world as well. And they're going to be setting up this thing, this thing, this group. So instead of the Justice League, in this realm, we have the JSA, the Justice Society of America, which is essentially the other Justice League in a different multiverse on Earth. Right. So it's like how Marvel has the Avengers and the Illuminati you know, they have the Justice League and the Justice just Society of America. Swapping them out. Um, same you know, because it's not the same everywhere you go, you yeah. know? Um, but still pretty cool. Once you figure that out, you realize who's, you know, you ask a couple questions yourself, like, who's in the Justice Society of America? Uh, the Flash. <laughs> Green Lantern. Obviously, Dr. Fate. Um, Hawkman, who's going to be a big part in this, who's actually the leader of the JSA, is going to be in Black Adam. Um, so there's a lot of potential people they could bring into this from the DC realm, which is really cool because they could totally develop and bring in a lot of different comic book fucking heroes, anti-heroes, villains. It's going to be sick. 
I'm excited that, you know, they're going away from the Justice League for a second because Batman is so overdone. Like, everything is so overdone. So like. overdone. We need, God. Like, we a need a fucking break, dude. With Peacemaker. They really took a chance, I think, and how good it went. Like, they can obviously take that chance if they cast correctly and have good directors, which I think I think Black Adam's going to be great. The trailer looks amazing. You know, I'm, I'm stoked for it. So, yeah, DC, again, coming in hot. Black Adam will be out in October. October 21st. Yes. Oh, and just uh, really quick uh, in DC news as well, Harley Quinn is celebrating the 30th anniversary of her debut on Batman the Animated Series. So Harley Quinn is 30. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Harley. Happy 30th. That's a big one, Harley. (laughs) Dirty 30. Dirty 30. All right, we can move on. All so right. I'm to say that real quick. <laughs> uh, so uh, let's get out of DC then. Yeah, let's let's. I think we talk about enough of DC for the rest. of Yeah, the let's fuck out honestly. of DC and let's go. Let's jump into fucking Marvel. <laughs> let's let's do talk it. about the Thunderbolts movie. Oh yeah, another done been known because we brought this up. Yeah, we done been known. We brought this up a while ago. I don't know we how did. long ago. When we saw Valentina for the first fucking time, yes, because yeah, literally, and then they they've been bringing back Zemo a lot in too as well. So it's like, love him. What a perfect character. You know what's funny? My little brother is starting to collect um, Funko Pops. Yeah, and he was showing. I don't even think he knows half the ones he's getting, but it's like so cute. And he's like telling me all the names, and he has a Zemo one, and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, is, is he cool or something? I'm like, he's so cool. He's so cool. He's in the Thunderbolts movie. Like, he's in the Thunderbolts. He's like, really? He's in, he's in the Captain America show. I'm like, yeah. Yes. He literally carried that show on his back. Yeah, like, know. live literally, footage of like, Zemo carrying this fucking show. Slinging both Captain America and Bucky over his fucking shoulder. I think it's really cool now that they're starting to announce all these things because there's been hints in everything. Yeah. Like, because we're all so distracted, you know, by, especially in the winter, uh, the Captain America show, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I forget what, uh... Fat Dubs. Yeah, Fat Dubs. Yeah, the Town Falcon. Fat Dubs. But, um, <laughs> we're also distracted by the hot man with the metal arm and the Falcon himself, so Baron Zemo, you know, in the background, just doing the damn thing, you know? And, obviously, again, with Marvel, we have, um, She-Hulk coming out. Abomination is starring in that. Yeah. You know, Abomination is a Thunderbolts member. And we have Taskmaster from the Black Widow in the Thunderbolts as well. This is just, you know, allegedly what I could Yeah, think this is happen. kind of like, yeah, this is kind of like fan theories. Because we, we don't have, like, a um, exactly who who is on it. Yeah. I think we can be sure and say that Black Widow is on it. Like, Florence Pugh's Black Widow. Yeah, yeah. Because right. she's been working with Valentina totally. anyway. And then... Um, U.S. agent, obviously, because he's also been working with Valentina. Right. So I think those two are, like, confirmed. I, I'm confirming bad. them here. You heard it here first, everybody. Y'all know that they listen to this podcast. Y'all know. <laughs> but um, we do have a Black Widow writer, Eric Pearson, is going to be writing this movie as well. So you know there's going to be some type of Black Widow influence and uh the very main the very star energy man. main character energy main for sure put Florence Pugh and everything um Kevin Feige is producing it so you know it's gonna he's gonna bring it he always does yeah he always does I trust that man um yeah that's gonna start production in 2023 so pretty pretty early now but we got it confirmed which is kind of huge I feel like not a lot of people talk about Thunderbolts 
myself included, you brought it up to me first. Like, I knew what it was, but I didn't ever, like, really look into it until, like, Zemo came back. And I'm like, oh, my God. And then it's like, once you realize. Yeah. I mean, the comics have done so many different iterations of the Thunderbolts. I have no idea which one they're going to go with for this. Right. Um, But overall, I think they're going to do a more benign Thunderbolts than, like, maybe, I don't know. Than some crazier versions that have happened. Yeah. So I, I'm excited. I think it's going to be a fun. I think it's going to be in the vein of like Guardians of the Galaxy, kind oh, of like ragtag group. Especially Valentina. Yeah. Like if she's going to, you know. She's so funny. I'm like really stoked for this. And I honestly cannot 100% say that I think we just figured out the lineup. <laughs> we did. Like, yeah. I'm not kidding. We like, already. We done been done. We already know. Like, that's, that's literally, that's fucking funny. You already. Um, Probably won't see that till 2024, you guys, but that's okay. Just another reason to stay alive in this yeah. inflated-ass comic. Exactly. Um, More reasons to stay alive. Probably won't be able to afford uh, oatmeal or rice at that point, but I'll still have my Disney Plus. Yeah. I'll still pay for that every month. Oh, Disney Plus never going never, away. That's a, that's a necessity. Never. That's like, you know, that's like food. Yeah. You it know, is. it's like my I. My brain needs food. Yeah. Okay, too. That's the only food I've given. Need, okay. Yeah. That's <laughs> just pure joy and happiness I get from Disney Plus. I can never get rid of it. I, yeah. I take my Adderall so I can focus on the Disney Plus shows, you know. It's um, not serious. And then before we dip out of Marvel territory, let's talk about. Deadpool 3. Ooh. Um, so this has also been confirmed, and what's been cur- confirmed is that it's getting a R rating. So the writers have said, like, it is not getting Disney-fied. We are not losing our Deadpool that we know and love already, so that's really good. We know that Ryan Reynolds probably has, like, a lot a of... Say. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. So we can always be sure that it's going to be good just because, like, Daddy Ryan will be... He's not going to let us down. He's not going to let us down. There's no way. That man has a lot of... Plus, he has so much more to play with. Yeah. And, like, honestly, I I think of, like, a lot of these, like, multiverse versions of all these superheroes and anti-heroes we see. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love that we have fucking a million Spider-Men. Like, I love that. But, like, I don't think there can be another Deadpool. No. Like, there couldn't. Like, that is one that could never be done by, like, they could, but it would never be good. No. It would never compare. Like, you have Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Yeah, like, I don't think there could be anybody that could match. No. Never, you know? So, yeah, like, I'm I'm glad we got the R rating. It's almost just like, well, duh. Like, how could you not, you know? Love Deadpool. Love him. Love him. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Ryan. Um... (laughs) (laughs) um and then uh i guess this isn't quite marvel news but it's like marvel star wars news uh protect sam jackson at all costs this man is just giving us the gossip and the rumor drops every single he is he is um this guy this man basically just wants to be mace windu so bad again he does he wants to fuck he wants to be back with the lightsaber and i think he in my my gut i've known he's been alive since i the second i saw him die done been knowing i knew he's like i i I literally remember just looking at my dad and being like there's no way that killed like no no it's mace windu like he's not dead like come on you know everybody's seen worse you know but um but he literally flew out a window yeah but he could 
you know, Anakin's jumped in the sky and caught on a like little car. It's Coruscant. They're like, there's shit he could, you know, Yeah, he probably landed in some car. He disappeared into the lower regions of Coruscant and got away somehow, I think. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. With Grogu. He knew. There's so much to think about. Um, we're, we're writing it for you. God, can you imagine him with holding Grogu? Like, that would be the <laughs> cutest thing. That would be the only thing that could compare to Mando and Grogu, I think, would mm-hmm. be Sam Jackson and Grogu. Like, they know each other. Like, I agree. Honestly, fuck. And, of course, he would know him because Yoda probably knew of him. Yeah, he was and like, this is my nephew Yoda, or something. Yeah, Yoda know. probably didn't really trust many with him. And Sam Jackson was his right-hand man. Yeah, you know, true. Besties. There. Mace knew. Oh, He knows about God. the Yodas and how to take care of he, them. He takes care of the babies. He knows. Um, he knows. But yeah, he, he was quoted again this week saying, you know, he, he would rather do a Nick Fury, Mace Windu movie than anything. He basically said, fuck the Oscars, too. Like, he's yeah. just over it, which... Rightfully so. I mean, Samuel Jackson is just one of the greatest actors of our generation in our time, and it's just like... He's not getting younger. I think he still has a hundred years, but like, let's throw him in the show. I think he. I think he's already. In he one. wants to come back. Like, I think they're already talking about it. I think he's probably already confirmed for one. Especially like a couple weeks ago, Bryce Dallas Howard and him were both talking about it at the same time during celebration. Like, you know, she's directing episodes of Mandalorian. You know, the Howards are really big on that realm. Like, there's no way he's not not going to show up. And goddamn, when that day happens. Praise Jesus. Wow. I might ascend that day. Yeah. We, we don't praise Jesus anymore. Now we praise Harry Harry Styles. Harry yeah, because he's Jesus. I, I had a moment <laughs> last night where I quoted him and I thought I was quoting the Bible. <laughs> because there was some random kid who came in my bar last night and he's like new to Chicago and he has a tattoo and we were both talking about how we went to Catholic schools growing up. And then as soon as he said that, he's like, oh, look at the one tattoo I have. And like me thinking after talking about a Catholic school, I'm like, oh, it's going to be like a Bible verse or something. Mm -hmm. And he's like, here, look at it. And I'm like, I can't even read it. Like, it's on your fucking leg. Like, you're trying to hold it over my bar, like, counter. And it's just like, T-W-P-K. I didn't do it. T-P-W-K. And I'm like... In my mind, okay, this is a Bible verse. And I said, treat people with kindness. Whoa! And I literally, in my mind at that second, thought I was quoting the Bible. But he's like, yeah, Harry Styles. And I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Treat people with kindness. Harry Styles, the new Bible. Literally. Harry Styles. You didn't know it yet. Amen. Um... So I guess before we get into <laughs> our recaps, we have one last thing oh to God, talk is, about. Is it the big one? Yes. Okay. Say. Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh my God. Inter- good, good accent. <laughs> um. The game, the got, the Game of Thrones. The got. The Jon Snow. Oh my the- God. We're getting, we're getting a sequel, right, to the show. Because you may know Jon Snow never wins ever in Game of Thrones. He's yeah. sent back up to the wall. And who the fuck knows what's going to happen with this? Who knows how long it's going to take place after everything? But we do know there are some Stark siblings still alive. I want to see Arya. Arya and Sansa are both alive. And Bran. Fuck Bran. I don't ever need to see him again for the rest <laughs> of my life. I still don't know how he survived the whole thing. Not even being, like... Whatever. Yeah. Um, 
There's a lot of people still alive from that show. Yeah. Tyrion. We can get Tyrion Tyr- in oh. there. Uh, Brienne. Yeah, there's a lot of people still alive I mean, from the, the show. Most of the people I really like are yeah. still alive, so. The best, yeah. The best people survived. <laughs> a lot of them also died, too, but um, at least Arya made it. That was the one I was rooting for from season one, so. And I think her and John had, like, a really close relationship. They were, like, one and the same. She always wanted to be yeah. like him, but she was a, a woman, and, you know, Can't. shit back in the day, you couldn't really, you know, have a sword. Exactly. She was just supposed to get and married to somebody and yeah. be their wife, and that was going to be her life. Right. And, you know, lucky for her, the whole, <laughs> a terrible thing happened, a terrible right. murder happened, and it flipped her world upside down, yeah. and now she no longer has to be just somebody's lady. Thinking about her journey is insane. It is insane. Like, it's so much harder than anybody else's, I feel like. What, Sansa had to pretend to love Littlefinger and, like, Tyrion, like, ooh. Okay, but Sansa was, like, raped and, like... Really? Yeah, and, like, beaten, yeah. He beat her up? I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. It was like bat, like Ram Ramsey was like no Ramsey Bolton. Oh Ramsey! Oh my god, I forgot about Ramsey. Yeah. Oh my god, yeah. Oh, I don't like thinking about that. I think that's a repressed memory. Yeah, it's a repressed. It was a it's a repressed season because I hated that season because it was was like so hard to watch. He did. What's the dude's name? Well, he was Reek when he was in um (laughs) when he was in the company of Ramsey Bolton, but Theon Greyjoy. That yeah. was hard to watch. Yo. Oh it's my so God. sad. I used that as my. <laughs> How did that? That is such Theon, a best memory. Yeah. I completely deleted that from my brain. Theon Greyjoy's like journey as oh. Reek is like oh what I used to describe like parlor. <laughs> <laughs> they eventually started calling us Reek. Well, yeah, so they started to treat, so they, like, tore us down, like, broke us, like, turned us into reek, and then as, like, parlor people, we were just like, okay, thank you for, like, the bread, like, that's fine, like, you know, we ended up loving our, um, torturer. Right. And, like, being really, uh, like you know, indebted to them because you're like, oh, these are the people that give me money, you know, because they made you feel like every day that you could get fired and you were so lucky to have that job. And it was like, you could have walked out of that place and got a job like across the street, around the corner, any fucking where. And have a healthy workplace. And have a healthy or healthy ish workplace, you know, service industry shit everywhere. The parlor was real bad the way they like tortured us mentally. But yeah, I always think about that and how it was like, very similar to Theon Greyjoy becoming Reek. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then eventually, you know, he, like, kind of figures it out and, like, Reek. you know, that's us. You know, we figured it out. <laughs> and we and we became, we, went, we you know, we went Reek. after the, the, the White Walker and tried to save Arya Stark. <laughs> that's what we did. Yeah. Oh, my God, I'm processing this. Oh, my God. We're yeah. little Reeks. That's so funny. We are little Reeks. <laughs> little Reeks. Um... <laughs> Little Rake. That's so fucked. Um, yeah, so fuck yeah, Jon Snow coming back, you know, eternal guy now. 
now he's gonna go back to his yeah. roots. Yeah. Wait, who is he in Eternals again? It's gonna be the Black Knight. The Black Knight. Yeah. Yes. Um, Too many knights. Blade is starting to film actually very soon. Ooh. I think in the next couple months. Fire, finally. Um, which you know, there's that whole the Midnight Suns. All of them are gonna be together. Um, yeah, I fucking love. What the fuck is his name? John Snow. We're just gonna call him John Snow. I forget his name. Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. I love. He's that so guy. hot. He's so great. Like I just. He was on our first episode of Crushes. He was. Yeah, God, we talked about him. him. <laughs> oh, I just. I've always. I feel like even just reading Game of Thrones, I just always loved Jon Snow. I always loved his character. I think. I mean, the whole Game of Thrones cast was just casted perfectly. But my God, I love Jon Snow. I'm glad we get more of him, and maybe it'll be redemption for the last shit season we had. So it will, yeah. Hopefully. You know what's interesting is like it's gonna be an HBO thing, and HBO has DC, and so I wonder. I guess he's allowed to do Game of Thrones, just like probably like anyone in the DC universe would be allowed to do like Star Wars. That's crazy. Yeah, and any spinoffs of those. I wonder if they had like um if they've been planning something where they had like a contract that was open ended for people or something, you know? Because they we do have the um the um Targaryen show coming out as well um in the fall too. So they're like Game of Thrones is coming back. Yeah. That shit is coming in hot. I think that fucking Targaryen show is going to be really good, too. The dragon show. And, uh, yeah. And then HBO has Dune, so we'll get the Dune spin off, too. Oh, my God. We're getting the Benny Jasper. Oh, my God. Yeah. There's so much. There's so much. There's so much. So many reasons to live. And on that note, let's get through. Let's go to Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel? Okay. Let's do it, you guys. We got Miss Marvel premiered last week, episode one. Me and Ilsa had different opinions Differing on the first opinions episodes. on this. Um, I don't know. I'd say I loved the first episode. My complete and honest review, I was blown away by the editing, the production. I really, really love um, Iman, who's playing uh, Miss Marvel, Kamala. I think all the characters, the chemistry has really, really, or the cast has really good chemistry. I just loved it. I did watch it, though, after episode four of Obi-Wan, which I didn't, I wasn't obsessed with. I liked, but I didn't love. So maybe that kind of had something to do with it. But I fucking loved it. It was like a breath of fresh air for me. And I was, like, very opposite opinion because I thought episode four of Obi-Wan Kenobi was fucking breathtaking. I'm pretty sure I cried multiple times because I cry multiple times during every single episode of that for some reason, like... Obi-Wan Kenobi, I didn't realize that I had such, like, a visceral reaction towards this man and this character, but he's, like, one of my favorite Star Wars characters. If I dare say, like, no, he probably, he's top three. Obi-Wan? Yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, he's so, I just, I love him so much, and he's, like, my favorite part of the prequels, like, 100%. Like, he's the, my favorite part. So, um, anyway, but I watched Miss Marvel after that. And I was like, oh my god, this is like a teen show, and it's like, I was like, this is not made for me, and, I mean, it's not, but after episode two, I, I, I quickly changed my mind. It's, it's good. It's um, worth the watch, you guys. Give it a chance. I think, I, I love the representation coming in with Marvel right now. Um, I just love that we're also getting such a different take with this younger generation of what is going to be Avengers um, because it's just really cool and refreshing to see a high schooler, you know, again, it's just like anybody could be a superhero, um, especially if you have a family who is challenging it. And um, I think it's really amazing and um, admirable what Marvel is doing with it. And just to show that she was a super fan of 
Miss Marvel. Like, she was obsessed with Carol Danvers. And, like, she went to a fucking Comic-Con. Like, you know, like, those things are just so... I'll get emotional talking about it. Yeah, like, the Comic-Con was so cool. I loved seeing that. And, like, how um, the Avengers affects, like, the the popular, the culture within, like, that universe, like and it's the cool it's kids there, like everybody. Yeah, like there was uh, a Captain Marvel costume show. There's yeah, Scott the Lang yeah. has a fucking yeah podcast. There was Hawks walking, like everybody was walking around. It was nice to see that portrayed in a superhero movie, you know, because those things obviously exist. TV show, TV show, like felt like a movie. Um, it's just cool to see those things and like. You know, they're a real fucking thing. I know it almost was like seeing yourself in a show because you're like, oh my god, yeah, we do that all the fucking time, as you know. But um, yeah, I just love the cast. I love how young and fresh and excited they are to be in their roles. And I think she name drops quite a few people already that I think are gonna like have something to do with the show. I mean, the first five seconds of episode one, she talks on her YouTube channel, Sloth Baby. I yeah. Need that on somewhere, I need a shirt. I need a sticker. It's I need cute. a button. Um. But she references a Scott Lang interview already, like, right off the bat. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then, obviously, there's been a lot of media coming out um, with the cast of Captain Mar- or the cast of Miss Marvel and Brie Larson and Iman have done interviews and they've shown them meeting and stuff. So it's like, come on, where are we headed? You know, like, someone's yeah. going to see her powers and what she has, you know? And it's going to get noticed by somebody. It's just a matter time yeah I don't know I don't really need all of every single Marvel series to have you know people from this from the universe like pop in yeah like I think that's one of the reasons I really enjoyed Moon Knight is because it wasn't like random people popping in every few minutes like like I feel like that's what ruined Hawkeye because I feel like he it could have been a standalone with just the two Hawkeyes but it got like all fucked up by having like Every point. episode be about a different fucking person. Like, yeah. it was annoying. It wasn't enough time to even get yeah. into what they were trying to do. Yeah, you're right. It can get really, really messy. I feel like they might not go that route, too, with us because... Because they're, they're introducing so much, so much and, yeah. in, and building, yeah, such a different universe. Because I think they might be building the Inhumans here. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they're going to come yeah. out and say that quite yet. But we already had Black Bolt. Like, so they exist and... I, I don't know, you know? Uh, But I agree, like, totally that my favorite part of the show is learning about, and I, you were right, Muslim. Yeah. But I guess Sheik is like a, like a, I don't know. We, we, if I'm wrong, correct us, sorry. With you, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so, so I just like learning about her religion and the second episode, man, it was so good because you get to learn like so much more about like being Pakistani and I don't know, her family. Her her family dynamic. Yeah, and it's like these things that I just like don't know about and don't understand and it was like a pleasure to learn about, you know? And I like that Disney is exposing its audiences to this and of course there's like, you know, white people that are mad like they think there's like christians against disney now because of like all the representation of these fucking people like how could you be mad there are like so many people that are finally feeling seen by watching this show and it's just so important and 
Oh my god, go watch something else, man. Go watch, I don't yeah. even know. Go watch Y'all Fox Christians News. can stay against Disney. Yeah. That's fine. We'll like, take it. It could be ours. Or something, man. Like fuck. Um <laughs> Don't you have an insurrection like court yeah. date, don't motherfuckers? You? <laughs> it should be this week or something. <laughs> um but yeah, Miss Marvel, I'm 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 excited to see where this goes. Um it's right it's right on Wednesdays. At least we'll have something to watch on Wednesdays because after next week. Oh my god, it's gonna be so fucking sad. Damn, Don't even fucking flew Yeah. By. We're gonna jump right into that. I feel, I think we're ready, right? Yeah. Are we ready? Wait, oh. no no no. Well, I mean I wanna mention a couple more things about So just like uh this is mostly from like episode two because it's the most recent one that I watched. Yeah. But um I mean we found out so much like so she has like this mute meet cute with like cameron 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 yeah cameron cameron yeah it's cameron okay yeah so she has like a meet cute with cameron and she has her like chemistry book while she's holding it so this is like on the nose like chemistry um there was uh qr codes in both the first episode and the second episode like hidden keep doing this now yeah so in the first episode it was like miss marvel number one the 2014 run and then in the second episode it was another one from the 2014 run where she meets kamran who's a blue inhuman oh my god yeah so it was like funny because they were like you know addressing him in blue and stuff and so they were like you know kind of alluding to that and then I also liked like how we're talking about like their religion and like learning about it her they introduce her friend like Nakia yeah and like they're at the mosque and the women just like in the different section in a different section hidden on on moldy carpeted floors and then Nakia's like I'm gonna stand up for this like I'm gonna run for the board like I'm 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 after this. Right. Which is so cool. I really liked that. Yeah, that was, that was important. Again, it was, it was so, shit. yeah. Like, it's for them to include that is, I think, a huge testament that they, you know, they're trying to represent and show things they never did that are very real, you know? Yeah. Um, and they do, like, talk about Bollywood, which is obviously part of their, you know, totally. uh, pop culture. And that's something that Kamala and, Kamran, I'm going to fuck up these names, I'm sorry. (laughs) Kamran. Yeah, and they talk about Kingo. They mention our fucking eternal buddy, Kingo, which I fucking love. And they're talking about how, like, their moms, like, are in love with him and, like, in love with, like, (laughs) uh, Kingo Sr. Because obviously he, like, kept uh, refreshing himself because he doesn't age or whatever. Um, I loved the part of this show where they talk about all the different cliques in the mosque because Nakia's out there, like, campaigning for her seat on the board. And she's like, you're gonna have to go through, like, these, like, the mosque bros and the pious boys and, like, the mini harem girls and then the Illuminantes, which was amazing. They call them the Illuminantes. Right. Um, and I was like, this is the Illuminati of the 616 universe. Right. Like, holy <laughs> it totally shit. They're, is. They're, they're going there. They they got Doctor Strange on speed dial, you Jesus know, Christ. like he's loving that hot gauze. And oh she meets God. like a, a like a nice little auntie and uh she has to save eventually she has to save like a boy mm-hmm. who's like falling off a roof. And they show a close-up on his feet, 
and earlier in the episode, Nakia got her shoes stolen. And he's fucking wearing them shoes. So, bitch should have let him fall. He, like... I like the way she saved him, though, because he gets hurt, like, all the right. way on the oh, way down, ankle. like, boom, yeah, boom, okay. boom, boom. Like, just still alive, yeah. but you got your ass beat yeah. on the way down, so I was like... Karma. All right, yeah. I was like, well, she could have just, she could just let her, let him drop, but whatever. Right. Right, 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 right. Um, and then we get, like, that ending fucking craziness that we're like, what the fuck is going on? Because then... Kamran shows up at the best moment because Kamala's being chased by the DODC. Yeah. And he shows up in his car at the perfect time and she jumps in, takes off her mask, so now he knows who she is, but he knew who she was the whole time. Because, yeah. And then in the back fucking seat is Kamran's mom, who is Aisha, who is the, who is Kamala's great-grandmother. Which means that Kamran is her uncle. So the whole thing, like, with them, like, touching and, like, flirting is, like, creepy uncle shit. And I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, he knew. Like so weird. That's how that, like, he, you know, he probably, like... Planted it, yeah. He planned to, like, run into her. He planned to, like, you know, talk to her and hang out with her and be friends with her and, you know, ask her to hang out and... It's like he has other intentions, so I don't know if it's going to be a match made in heaven for them, but... I hope not. Um, especially now that we know that he's legitimately her uncle. Yeah, that's really gross. I do... Now that we're talking a little bit more about everything, I do love that we have our, our Spider-Man cop back. I forget his name. Oh, yeah, the D.O.D.C. guy. Yeah, like, I, he's such an asshole, but I love They're him. both such assholes. I love that they, like, still, like, have him in multiple things. I think it's cool, and I just love that guy because he's in Succession. And Succession is oh, okay, shows. okay, yes. okay. But, yeah, no, it, they're setting up for some interesting plots. Yeah. For sure. Like, definitely in humans, 100%. Yeah. Like, which, because she gets her powers from the Charity Nest, right? So, like. Yeah. They're. From but they're one. but they're changing it up because she like because in this episode we find out that the power is coming from, from her, her yeah, because Bruno like yeah, yeah finds out but I guess the bangle activated it like the Terrigan mist activates the Inhumans right. or whatever um, so we'll see what they're gonna do with this because obviously it's gonna be a little bit different but this is getting crazy it's yeah, getting wild I'm I'm excited about it now yeah and. This is why I have a rule about, like, a TV show that I'm excited about. Because sometimes the first episode is bad. Yeah. I'm always like, okay, watch the second episode. Yeah. And the second episode is always so much better. Totally. Because the first thing is just set up everything. It takes a little time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. That was my, that was my thing. Hell yeah. But let's go right into Obi-Wan. <sighs> the greatest show I've ever watched in my life. The greatest show that I, ever I existed, yeah. We, we did have episode four, you guys, that came out that was a little bit on the shorter side, which I think is what I was most upset about, because we only get six of these fuckers, okay? And if you're going to give me a fourth episode that's only 30-something minutes, I'm going to be mad. Like, I need 50, 40, 45 yeah. to 50-minute episodes every single week, you know? But, but saying that, I still think it was good, you know? Leia was yeah. kidnapped, and now, like, Obi-Wan helped me on. Un- 
Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're Leia's only hope yet again. Always. Or for the first time. Right. Second time. Anyway, so... <laughs> Who's counting? <laughs> Tala has to be a badass and break into, like, the Imperial, like, officers and take Obi-Wan with her. And they're, like, on some, like... Fake uh, it till you make it shit. Like, it was incredible. Yeah, they're on some undercover shit. For real. Undercover boss shit, honestly. Undercover like, boss it shit. Much, it almost felt like a, a Kylo Ren SNL skit. Like, it did. Like oh my I'm, god, like that was an, so good. Like an Adam Driver, like, whoa. That was know? the funniest fucking sketch one ever. Best, one of the best ones. Um, but yeah, she totally Man, Tala is just one of my one of my favorite characters of this. Of this She's series, a bad sure. bitch. She's a bad bitch. You can tell, like, she is going to have an in- a huge influence on Leia. Like, we didn't, we obviously didn't know that before. We obviously know that now. That you know, I feel like there's been moments between her and Leia that Leia's going to keep with her forever. Yeah. And why she is such a strong fighter and just believes and hope in the rebellion. You know. Yep. She grew up around these people that were giving up everything and sacrificing everything to help others and we see her in episode three she's like why are you doing all of this you know like and just the the honest responses she gives to Leia you can just see her like eyes light up and she's like oh my god like yeah be my mom you know because her and her mom on Alderaan they seem they get along but it's kind of like I don't do this Leia you have to put on your fancy dress and like go talk to people you know yeah but yeah episode four was a doozy we do Obi-Wan gets his little his little uh Little, I don't even know what that device is called. The little mouth breather thing, and he, he jumps in the water. Oh, he loves doing that yeah, shit. Yeah, that man can swim. He can swim. He might uh, not be able to body somebody with a lightsaber anymore, but that fucker can swim. No, that's what I also liked about episode four is, like, you show, he's getting better. He is. He's getting better his, and better every episode. His four senses are starting. His midi-chlorian level is rising. R- rising. Episode. The closer he gets to, to Anakin, it starts tingling a little bit, and he gets excited. Mm-hmm. Um, wasn't sexual at all you guys um but yeah I, what were some of your favorite parts that like stuck out to you in this episode which one five four four five four yeah um i really liked the i think in this episode because they're all kind of running together right. now um when obi-wan like confuses the stormtroopers it was yeah. just like a throwback to like what he's done before right um so in like a new hope he like is like nope these aren't the droids you're looking for this ain't what you're looking for like turn around the other way like he is so powerful he's the only one fucking in there of all the imperial fucking this is an imperial fucking ship and he's alone in there with fucking tala like there's two of them and And it's crazy it's, it's, it's very intense to think about but yeah i love those little tidbits that they throw back to you know old ben and stuff and like what he does it's just it warms my heart I know. Obi-Wan is everything. I, I thought um, one of the, the major scenes that stood out for me in this episode was definitely um, when we see, like, the, the tomb. And we see, like, the oh, youngling. Yeah. And we see, like, just Jedi. And it's just like, oh, my God. Like, they're just fucking... It was giving me, like, Han Solo Carbonite vibes, but you can really actually see every feature. Instead, it was you know? so sad. Yeah. And what was... And then we find out later in the next episode is that Reva is kind of, like, all after revenge. Mm. And her walking by this tomb every day to go to work and seeing her fucking... Because the little kid is, like, her friend that we find out later was, like, slain right next to her. 
like every day that must fuel her revenge her like, like anger yeah. for revenge every single fucking day like seeing and that it's just like a reminder it's fucking crazy to think that much time has passed and the, the kid's still like a youngling he like hasn't aged he's just the same you know yeah like it's kind of fucking wild um frozen in time dead frozen in time that's so sad that's so sad um but yeah, basically, they uh, Leia gets um, questioned pretty intensely by Reva. I didn't like that at all. That kind of pissed me off. Uh, leave Leia alone. I don't like it when people are mean to her. Yeah, but she wasn't ever going to do anything because that would make her like as bad as Anakin, who she hates. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. I don't know now. I have, I after episode five, I'm kind of like feeling a little bit different on where her path could lead her. But, um, yeah. Yeah. But that was episode four. That was episode four. You know. <laughs> now. Now for episode, episode five. five. Um, can I just say, first off, one of the greatest episodes of TV I might have ever seen in my life. Yeah. I can't. I'm going to get emotional. I just, like, can't even... The first, the first scene. Like, obviously we have six episodes in this series. Ugh. We know they're going to start wrapping it up, right? We know there's a bunch of potential things that can happen. We finally see a flashback of young Anakin from Attack of the Clones era with his Padawan braid. And we see Ewan McGregor, who doesn't look like he ate, you know, he's the exact yeah. same, even though he's, you know, present day. And we see them fighting and sparring on Coruscant with their lightsabers. And obviously, Obi-Wan outsmarts Anakin because Anakin thinks he can just kill everybody with his saber, which most times he can, but, yeah. but not Obi-Wan. And um, that kind of does allude further on foreshadows into the episode that Obi-Wan can still outsmart Darth Vader now, Anakin. But, I mean, that flashback was everything I fucking needed. I feel like I've waited my whole Yeah, this life. is why you loved it, is because yeah, Anakin showed back I, up. 100%. I, I feel like I've been waiting. I finally, it was just like, that was the first time, I, you know, like when Darth Vader gets his whole getup on in his mask and he takes that first breath? Yeah. That's what it felt like. I was like, <sighs> that's literally what it felt like. It was beautiful. I was kind of bothered. These CGI bothers me like when they do like the the people like I notice everything that's wrong and like Anakin looked older yeah they didn't see him. yeah it's like they just left him yeah but it's like do something you like was definitely a little blurry like his skin was a little blurred for sure yeah but it's like get some Botox before then if you're gonna do that <laughs> do prep, like dude. I do don't know prep. do some prep. like I mean, there's there's looked... obviously makeup things yeah. that they could be doing um, anyway, the little things like that, like, really bother the nerd in me. Yeah. Um, I am one of those, like, picky nerds where, but I, I'm, I'm getting better at it. <laughs> but that's kind of shit bothers me. Like, CGI Luke bothered me. Um, yeah, I mean, he definitely looked older. They didn't do as good of a CGI job, but I also think it was just so, um, organic and felt like you were just, I know he looks older, but I mean, like, just the, the ambiance, the... The tone that they had, it was just, it was like you were watching an extended version of Attack of the Clones, and it's just really cool because it is the 20th anniversary this year of that movie. Um, man, I can't believe they showed him killing the younglings again. I'm like, fuck. But he looks they so They have to bad. remind us that he's bad. Right. I know. It's so hard. Um, but just, like, he just embodied that, like, Order 66 Anakin, who you know literally everything he's doing, he hates himself. Like, he doesn't want to be doing it. 
he just literally is like, Padme has to live. Padme has to live. Padme has to live. Which is not an which excuse. Is so selfish. It's so selfish. What a psycho, man. But, like, also, like, oh, my God. Like, just thinking about, like, everything that led up to that point, what he just did. Like, he just killed Mace Windu. Like, he just proclaimed his loyalty to the Emperor. Like, there's just so much shit that went down in that split second, you know? Nobody's on Coruscant with them. Ahsoka's out there with Darth Maul. Like, Obi-Wan is like, what's going on? You know, like, everybody's kind of everywhere, and he's, like, alone there just fucking shit up. Um, we do kind of see that Reva, Reva story we get a little bit more on. Um, she obviously she has this little moment with Obi-Wan, you know, where they're, like, talking when, you know, everyone's trying to escape. And I think what we forget is that she... Reva doesn't trust anybody, one. Yeah. She has every right to hate everybody around her, honestly. Um, especially Obi-Wan, because, you know, he tries to help her and shit, but I don't think he even realizes, like, part of the reason why... It's not his fault, but he wasn't there also with Anakin, you know? Yeah. Like, like she obviously is putting a little bit of a blame on him for that, because, you know, he was... But that's so dumb, and that's so childish, and that just shows how clouded her fucking judgment is, because it's like, what are you talking about? How are you going to blame Obi-Wan Kenobi for not saving you? Blame the person who's fucking murdering you. This goes back to the fucking Reek thing I was talking about. Like, she's placing the blame on someone that doesn't have to be blamed, you know? Like... Yeah. Let's focus. You you know, just because this guy's giving you a fucking sandwich doesn't mean he didn't cut your dick off, okay? Right. I think... I think focus. I think in general, it's just, like, all the Jedi she's blaming, you know, because she feels deserted by them. And I, I get it. I don't agree with her. I think it's really interesting that, like, her invader... First of all, I don't know how she ever thought she could fucking have, like, an, like the upper hand on Vader. Like, you gotta be fucking insane. She's been doing it for years, just, like, waiting for her moment. But he knew the whole time, too. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. Like, for me to even, for her to even think that she could outsmart, like, it's just mind-blowing. But um, the fact that little um interaction they have, the fight was great. He's still a little wobbly, you know? He still seems like he's getting his footing. He's, he's a still little getting his bearings. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the man is literally walking on stilts. One arm. Um, <laughs> what, whatever. But, um... <laughs> the fact that he, like, tells her, like, he knew who she was, you know, and you see that, like, flashback, that was pretty haunting, that was pretty devastating, I was like, oh my god, you know, like, you knew, obviously, but also just for them to confirm it, that just adds such a different level of, like, Vader is on his fucking A-game, like, do yeah. not fucking take a chance on this motherfucker at all, I know he's only 10 years into his, like, brain right now, but yeah. he is, like, coming in hot. I think he's about to hit his, like, streak right now, you know? Yeah, he's about to peak. Yeah, he's about to fuck people up. I think we're going to see an Obi-Wan Vader final battle scene the next episode for sure. I wonder. We're totally going to. I think think, um, after this episode, there's just, they they set up so much. Um, Let's talk about that a little bit. Um, R.I.P. Tala. We do lose Tala in this episode, you guys. And Ned B. Can't forget Ned B, who shields her so she can basically... I love that fucking robot. Big Rogue One vibes right there, you know? she. I mean, I believe she maybe knew some of them, you know? Like, there's just all the same fight. Everybody's in it. Everybody believes in it and lives and dies by the rebellion, which is just, again, setting up the future rebellion, setting up Leia, you know? Giving Obi-Wan hope again because oh i know i know i know star wars Oh, it just him. walked all over kyra's notebook full of notes 
like That's so funny. I, 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 it's usually the Jedi that have this hope. You know, they they never give up. Always believe in the good and stuff like that. And I think it's really cool to see these tables turn, and to see Obi Wan be inspired by these random people who don't aren't force sensitive. They're just yeah. good people. Good and he needs just to save lead. them. Yeah, and it's like he's, like you said, like every episode, his senses are getting stronger. Like he's like, oh my God, like he's been in seclusion for so long only to watch Luke. And now he's like, oh my God, there's like, I can go out there. Use the force. I can see the world, you know? Like it's tragic, it's sad, but um, yeah. So we do see at the end there, uh, <laughs> fucking uh, Grand Inquisitor is alive. Nobody ever really dies in Star Wars, I guess. The fucker and him and his bloated ass head. Um, <laughs> and then uh, fucking Vader doesn't actually kill her. Um, Vader stabs Reva with his saber. He splits it two in half, which is pretty bad. Yeah, that was Damn. so cool. So they could have like, like their little mini battle, <laughs> and she had she had no hope. I mean, again, it, how do you just actually try? <laughs> I don't what? know. Well, thank God she tried. Like, but I, know, I would just be like... It was, like, embarrassing. I know. It was embarrassing for her. He's literally, like, wobbling. Like, yeah. he's not even really, like... He can't even really, like, swiftly move, you know? And he's still fucking her up. But, um... He's on stilts. This motherfucker on this stilts. This motherfucker he's using, is on stilts. He's using his robot arm <laughs> to fucking fight you right and now. And it's hot. Um, I love Vader. But he's he, he gets her. He gets her pretty good. And she falls to the floor... And but he Grand leaves her there to to just, to just hurt because he hurt. didn't kill her and he knows he didn't kill her because exactly. he literally the Grand Inquisitor is like but you did the same the thing to thing. me and now I'm alive yeah. still and it's like okay so you're telling us right now she's that alive, she's alive telling us she's alive and and y'all know that yeah, and y'all are okay with that I think it's really fucking twisted to go into that because like Vader just went through all this shit the Grand Inquisitor like all of these people are just fueled by hate and that's what leads them to the dark side. And they're literally just trying to build a monster. Like, it's very manipulative. Maybe Anakin's, Vader's doing this same thing that kind of was done to him. Like, he's trying to, like, just almost, he's just so selfish and hateful and, like, full of revenge and remorse. Like, he just doesn't care anymore. And, yeah, she's obviously alive. And we see at the end, Obi-Wan, his forest senses aren't that strong because he drops that little fucking... I don't know, beeper pager thing where you can hear people fucking talk. Dumb ass. Uh, Face palm. Old Ben. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Put it in your sock or something. He probably doesn't have socks. Um, so, and of course. Even Leia fucking realized she's being tracked and she's right. like, Lola, get that fucking thing off right? you. She and just, just like pops that shit off and she's like, like okay, let's move on. She's, she's like, like, let me use the force okay. to find this fucking right. uh, cord I need to cut and then let's go. All right, time okay. to go. I get it. She's a Skywalker, but Jesus Christ, Obi-Wan, come on. Come on. Um, and of course, we have none other than our. Bail Organa revealing everything and basically just yelling out trigger words as to where Luke lives and yeah. is sleeping peacefully. Tatooine. Small boy. Owen. Owen. Farm. <laughs> middle of nowhere. Yeah. Sand. <laughs> Chosen one. Like literally. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, dude. dude do and you then not he and then he it? goes ahead and draws a map to the Lars farm. <laughs> Like FaceTimes from the location. Like, yeah. unbelievable. So, actually drops a pin. Drops a pin. <laughs> drops a pin. They actually cut that part out of the show, but he dropped a pin right there. And he's like, this is where I'm going to be if you want to meet me. <laughs> 
Like, man, Bale, I give you props, dude. You came in at the right time to to save Yoda's little green ass when you couldn't beat the Emperor, that tragic fucking match. Yeah. My guy, great father you seem like, but you know what? You're not all there, man. He must be losing it. Yeah, he is not the same man that saves Yoda. He's doing the spice now, I think. He's Um, not the same man. He's not the same man. He's a little gray. Um, All right, he's losing it early, though. Fuck. And he's going to lose it in 10 years, too. Damn. He's going to get... Oh, oh. I know. You know what, though? Come on, dude. And then, I mean, the last scene of this fucking episode is little Luke. That's when I I lost it. I was just like... I I I was was yelling at my TV. I'm like, no! (laughs) Not Luke! Obi-Wan clearly forgot about Luke already, which I don't blame him. Yeah, he's got fucking Leia. I would forget, too. What the fuck is Luke doing anyway but just complaining about sand on his little farm with his fucking uncle. I mean, I love me some Luke, love but I mean, imagine, like, like who are you picking on your team? You're going, right. you're going Leia. You're right. like, I, that's your, you know, we're playing dodgeball. Leia's my first choice, all right? 100%. Yeah. We got five out of five episodes already. Well. Like, he had to chase her around fucking die you. <laughs> like, he couldn't even catch her. Yeah. Um, so... What, where do you, what do you? What are your predictions for episode six? We got the season finale next week, you guys. I'm not ready. We're not ready. I'm kind of mad it's over already. We did kind of get a rumor, almost confirmation, that a season two is happening because fucking duh. Like, why wouldn't we, you know? Yeah. Um, What are we thinking? Uh, yeah, I, can you go first? I, I have think, no fucking um, idea. Right off the bat, I know I haven't tried to think about this because I don't yeah. want to spoil it for myself because <laughs> goddamn that always happens because um, you already know I already know um I think we're definitely going to get flashbacks I think we're going to see Obi-Wan talk to Qui-Gon Jinn in this episode I think it might not be a force ghost if it is god help me I'll have my inhaler ready in my hand but that would be really cool and we do know Liam Neeson is confirmed to come back in a show later this year an animated show yeah. like that but he's he's in the cuts now he's like around you know so he could be that would be a big brain by him huge. because he actually said on a talk show that he was not interested in coming back to the tv series for lying. star wars I think he was yeah lying. that's like a big brain yeah. play yeah. it's like you you really like threw us off the past that's but fucker. you're just lying to I love us. it though because it would kind of piss me off when he said that for a little yeah bit, it did piss like, me off but I'm like what have you done since Taken like, you don't do any more movies. Come back and be Qui-Gon. Like, like what do you do? Who, how, who's paying, one. who's paying your rent, right. sir? you're the only one that says you openly don't want to come back to Star Wars. Like, literally everybody else is like, let's go! Like, fucking everybody's in that It's Star Wars, motherfucker. Unreal. Um, anyways, yeah. What a, an idiot. A Force Ghost convo with Qui-Gon would be top tier. I want to see a flashback to Padme. I want to see Darth Vader flashing back to Padme. I, I don't think my heart is stable enough for that but I would absolutely adore that idea we do know Natalie Portman's history with Star Wars I mean I think she liked it I'm not sure quote unquote what happened or if she has been talking she's about it she's already on set doing she's, Thor she's doing Thor and you know she did nobody she, really loved the second Thor she's, with her she's literally and she came back She's literally a golf cart drive away yeah, from on the set. Taika's <laughs> doing the sh- Taika's doing a Star Wars movie already like yeah. obviously they knew that for a while Kumail is literally bopping from Kingo to this guy. It's just, everybody's talking. Everybody so. Um, yeah, if we get that, that would be top tier, would cry. Um, maybe a little bit more Luke development in this one. I would like to see Luke just be, I don't really need much from him right now. And I don't think there's enough time in the last episode to really do anything with him unless it's like a cliffhanger for season two. See, this is what I'm saying. Okay, so like, this is want. what I think is going to happen in the next episode. Um, similar to the vein of Loki's 
season ender, there's gonna just be text that says Loki will return <laughs> in season two. And I just am like, that's my prediction. It's gonna say like Obi-Wan will return for oh, season for sure. two. Yeah, in the blue font. With yeah. the stars in the background. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. That's my that's the only thing I can see happening. I know that Reva's gonna go to the farm obviously because she figured she heard everything you know bail dropped her a pin like she's probably already on the way um meanwhile anakin's fighting obi-wan and then reva who's she gonna fight owen like what i wonder what could happen though right yeah. because he does end up staying on the farm on tatooine everything in a new hope seems intact um is she gonna still be good or is she gonna be fueled by hate now like is she gonna do the right thing and try to like set off bait or something, or maybe like yeah. do like I really wonder what's gonna happen with that. But maybe Bail. Oh my God. There's so much. Well, oh, Bail is fuck her up? already going Stop. back, right? Because he's like, I'm gonna go because I haven't heard from you, and he's like, now he's concerned about the boy. So he's heading. So he's probably gonna head over. So are they gonna go? Like, is he is he gonna go are there? Gonna, is Bail gonna go to Tatooine? Oh my god, Bail's been a little too messy. I'm not liking this Bail. Right yeah, now, but he's not dead, and he won't die. So maybe he maybe <laughs> maybe fucking maybe he's smart. Maybe he's gonna uh, hire like a fucking bounty hunter or to maybe come he with set him. Her up. But like, how? I don't know. That's not a good setup. But Bail, <laughs> yeah. Like, why would you send her to Luke? Um. That's yeah, a bad I, setup. I don't know. I'm just trying to be positive <laughs> for Bale because my man's is failing us. He, uh, you know what? Maybe he'll come, maybe he'll go to try to like check on Luke and see if he's doing all right. But maybe he's smart enough to bring like a fucking bounty hunter with him or yeah, some sort of like warrior with him. right now. He hasn't really talked to Obi-Wan. Yeah. Or um, maybe we find out that his wife is just like a force sensitive badass and she comes with him and just beats the shit out of Reva. Cool, I really don't love her right now. I, I need some I need some like reassuring facts about her. Um, I'm assuming she's a strong woman because of Leia, but also, you know, so far we've only seen Tala. But um yeah, man, episode five is one of the greatest things ever. I thank you, Star Wars, for fucking doing that Lucasfilm. Like, Jesus Christ, that was I never wanted it to end. To see Hayden Christensen come back and people finally, like, appreciating him and liking him is, like, the most amazing thing to see on the internet after everybody just fucking hating him after the prequels. It's just it's just really fucking cool to see. And also just to see him be three different characters in this movie. Anakin, Order 66, Anakin, and Vader. Talk about talent. I, <laughs> I fucking love it. I love it. And as always, Ian McGregor doing the Lord's work. Honestly. Man, I want... I, God, I, you know what? He is Jesus. I'm sorry, Harry Styles. I think wow. Obi-Wan is Jesus. Okay. <laughs> wow. I would say Obi-Wan is my Jesus, to be completely honest. I'm sorry, I'm Harry. Sorry. So if Obi-Wan, so maybe that he's the son of Harry Styles then. Maybe Harry Styles Harry is Styles God. Is, his son. is God, oh. <laughs> and then Obi-Wan is Jesus. No, God is a woman. Oh, God is a woman. <laughs> yeah, you're right. So who's, who? I think Harry Styles is like, Maybe like baby Jesus, Jesus in the brother. manger, yeah. <laughs> and then Obi Wan is like Jesus, who's out like you know scrubbing whores' feet and shit, like doing you know good good all around the yeah, planet, Obi-Wan just being submissive. like yeah, the real right. good one, <laughs> but like the ultimate good, you know? Yeah, yeah. Wow, you guys, episode six next week. We're not ready. 
Not ready at all. I'm really, I'm really emo. I'm really sad we won't get to watch this week. It was so quick. I feel like we were talking about it for so long and waiting for it, and now it's over. It's fucking over. I'm so sad. We just watched the fucking penultimate episode, and now it's fucking ending. It's so dumb. I'm so angry. I don't know what to do. Something to make me happy next week after Wednesday. Right? Like I'm honestly, honest to God, I'm going to be heartbroken. Like I'm gonna, and I saw they're doing like um Cineplex. They're doing like a all of the episodes but it's only in Canada they're doing all six and like a movie wow like are you gonna be in like one in Toronto where they're gonna have people from there I'm sure like Hayden Christensen or somebody will be there from there because they're from Canada but I'm like fuck why can't we do that at AMC man I would yeah. do that six if, hours if Miss Marvel I would do that for sure oh, 100% if Miss Marvel does not have a fucking banging ass third episode we are gonna be un- inconsolable Unconsolable. I'm, I'm just gonna have to watch the prequels on repeat until someone wants. Honestly, I'll probably watch Force Awakens. Yeah, that one always makes me feel good. Yeah, even always. though there's so many plot holes, yeah. I you know. Right, it's like I want to watch Rogue One, but I don't want to cry too and like be right. Really, but you know, we exactly. Have Andor. We guess Andor. That'll be next. Hold my breath until August. <gasps> Literally. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. We do want to say we are going to be having a live show at this year's Fan Expo, the former Wizard World in Chicago, July 9th at um, the Rosemont Convention Center. I think it's called the Donald Stevens Convention Center. Yeah. 12 p.m. on a Saturday. We got a prime time stage prime time, Primetime friendies. Wake up, wake up, so come to the... Come through. We're going to be through. dressed up. It's going to be a good-ass time. Come, come see us. Come girls. support your gals. Come cheers your girls after. We'll take pics. We'll be handing out some swag. You know it. Y'all know it. Okay, bye. bye.